it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hey, everyone. Thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can tune into our live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, right here on Spotify? That's right. You can listen to our show live every week. But Corinne, you have to tell them the best part. Uh, How could I forget? Want to join the discussion, chat around the campfire, or share your own ghoulish and ghostly story? All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app by following the link in our episode description. Nothing to be scared about. Maybe. You can sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, you can listen to Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, or join us to share your story on the Spotify Live app available now at the App Store. You bring the stories and we will bring you the campfire. everyone what the heck is up on the spooky tuesday i am going to bring corinne up here and we're going to have a fantastic week of ghost stories because that's what we do here and nothing is new um let's see if corinne joins there she is hi corinne hi i like how you said nothing is new but but sabrina everything is new because we never know what ghost stories we're going to hear oh but i mean like that that it's Tuesday and we're having another episode oh. of Spooky Ghost Stories. That's not new. I came in a little late, so all I heard was nothing is new. Oh my god, <laughs> everything is everything. I'm getting bangs on Thursday, so that's exciting. hell yeah. Also, uh, I have to say it's so funny. I posted the TikTok of you it, going to the soundtrack, the Sam Smith song. That's like. Mommy don't know daddy's yes. getting hot at the body shop. And it was you in the Voldemort costume, but you're taking a social media break. But it was cr- it was cracking me up because everybody thought that you made it and posted it. But it's really just me oh. making fan edits of you and posting them when you can't see it I, when you're off yes. of social media. I'm like posting thirst traps of <laughs> you. <laughs> I got a text. I was like literally about to board a flight back to LA because we were in Minnesota for Nick's sister Katie's wedding, Katie and Mike. Um, who shout out to them if they're here. I just found out that Mike tunes in while he's cooking. So hello, if you're here, um, congrats hello. on being married. And anyway, I was on the, like about to board a plane and I get a text from Corinne with a video of me in my Voldemort costume is like, can I post this? And I was like, um, my share. Sure. 
<laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, anyway, well, happy Tuesday, everyone. We're so excited that you're all here this week of, of, I almost said encounters of campfire stories is (laughs) themed witchy. So if you're a witch or if you've had, you know, if you're a medium, it kind of is a broad topic, but all within the realm of witchiness that we want to hear tonight. It is the last week of September. And so that means... Corinne and I are like, we already celebrate Halloween all year round. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like this feels like Christmas Eve to me right now. Like it's about to be. Okay. Right. It's heart fluttering season. That's what it is. Every day you wake up and you're just happy. Like my heart leaps. It's toe curling, chill inducing. Chill inducing witchiness for us. Yeah. For all of us. Um, so just so everyone knows, if you are requesting to speak, I am taking that as meaning you have a story related to the witchy occult side of the paranormal realm. And if you don't, uh, we will probably kindly ask you to come back next week to share your story then. And for everyone who's coming up here, please try to find a quiet place to share your story just so everyone can hear you and that we don't have any audio difficulties mm-hmm. when we are able to replay this and post it on our feed because we want everyone in the whole entire world because world domination is our goal, as you all know, (laughs) to hear your story properly as it was meant to be heard. And then if you can find, um, if possible, if you can tell your story in five-ish or so minutes, obviously we won't cut you short, but we just want to bring as many people up here as possible. Yep. And uh, happy birthday to Jessica and happy early birthday to Rachel. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday. We need to make up our own birthday song. It's a little bit spooky. We need like a little button. Like a, that was easy. Happy birthday. (laughs) Why do I have three voices coming out of me? That's terrifying. (laughs) I'll leave that to you. I don't think that one hurt my throat. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Leia didn't like it either. Anywho, Z, what's it? Um, I'll start with a little story. Corinna, I already oh, told you this. Okay. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. It was exciting. I'm ready to listen again. Yes. And I, I would love to have people's opinion on this because I like to consider myself pretty empathetic and so I can pick up on people's emotions. But yesterday we were on the plane and the man next to me had like, you know, just like friendly banta being like, hey, like, how are you guys? And Nick and I both said we're good. And then I asked him how he was. And he said, I'm okay. And I just immediately picked it up on like his energy. And I was just like, I don't know if he's okay. And I, in, and then we were like sitting on the plane and there was just like this feeling I had that I, and it was like a thought in my head that was to tell this man that everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You were channeling, you were a medium for a moment. Where I was just empathetic, but then I, and then I doubted myself and I didn't, so I didn't say anything because I, you know, I didn't want to overstep. Anyway, I turned to Nick kind of midway through the yeah. flight when he had gone to the bathroom and I was like, I got this thought that I need to tell him everything's going to be okay. And Nick's like, you should do it. And I was like, I just don't want to overstep. Um, I also don't want to. Yeah. Anyway, next time I should definitely say it, but I'm curious if people have had experiences like that and said the thought that they were thinking or they felt like they needed to say. And if, if that turned out. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things too. I feel like it's, that's part of the practice, right? It's trusting your intuition. And the more you trust it, the yeah. stronger your power or your ability to tap into your own natural abilities becomes. But it's like, a, yeah, yeah, like to your point, it's that weird, awkward, like, do I say this thing? Is this just like a random thought that's popping in my mind? Is this an intrusive thought? Am I making this up? Yeah. Am I just being... Am I projecting my own feelings? Like, yeah. What's ha- Yeah. I don't know. Um, anyway. Well, you should... You, you know... You should email the guy. <laughs> we did become buddies. You're okay. I meant to tell you this. I don't know. See what he says. If he's like, okay. Yeah, I, I know. Thanks. He does know that I have a paranormal podcast, <laughs> so I don't think he'd be that weird. <laughs> Maybe he's um, listening now. You're okay. Yeah, oh, gosh. Everything will be okay. Um. Anyway, who wants to start? Wait, Francesco said, I have a story about old Italian witches removing old Italian curses, if anyone's interested. Well, can you believe I was literally about to bring up Francesca? Is that another <sighs> witchy moment we just had? 
Hell yeah. Come on up, Francesca. And it did not have, I mean, it had a little bit to do with the adorable freaking cat, but. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Oh, I'm so excited to be on. Um, this is, this is so exciting. Um, also, my cat's name is Loki. He is very oh, mischievous, uh, just like his name. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, <laughs> he, it is very, very perfect. So, um, to, to start with my story, um, my grandmother, apparently, my, my mom tells me all of these stories. I didn't really, my grandmother passed away like right after I was born. And after that, my mom kind of gained her sensitivity to the paranormal. So what my story is about, my witchy story, um, is if you've ever heard of the Malocchio, that is the old Italian curse that I am referring to. And um, oh, I don't know it. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's the Malocchio. It's also called the evil eye. Um, I don't think it's like the evil eye that the, the blue one that a lot of people, it's, it's a little mm. different. So it's kind of what happens is you get this massive, painful headache right behind your eyes um, it's very, very heavy. Um, yeah, somebody just said um, that it's uh, mal de ojo in, in Spanish, which is really interesting. Um, but yes, it's the evil eyes. Um, if if you have like, there's like an Italian horn that I wear to kind of ward against it, that, that helps ward against it. But according to my mom, her grandmother always used to get mm. these really painful headaches. And, um, and they used to have this thing to take the eyes off you. My mom calls it the eyes. When I, when my mom was pregnant with me, she started to get one of these really bad headaches. And so she went to one of, I don't think it was my grandmother. It was like an aunt who also knew about this. And the aunt says, yeah, you have it so bad that I'm getting a headache just being around you. So apparently, and I don't know, my mom never really knew the blessing that they said. I think it's like, kind of private so I don't know but what happens when you take the eyes off and to also detect it I think is you you put oil and water and they do the exact thing that they are not supposed to do and they mix which is freaky and my mom tells me she's like I saw it happen it happened the oil and the water they mixed. It's unbelievable. And then... Which is like, that's supposed to be impossible. Like, how does yeah, that even happen? It's, it's oh wild. Gosh. It's pretty wild. Um, but apparently, if you're trying to remove this curse, what you have to do is mix the oil and the water and and they don't... They they mix up and that's not supposed to happen, which is, which is absolutely weird. But that is apparently supposed to help. In addition to a prayer, take it off of you. And my mom's aunt kind of helped take that curse... Wow off of her, which is, which is really cool. So yeah, um, yeah. I'm not super sensitive I mean, like also- my mom is, but, uh, and she doesn't really know all of this mm-hmm. stuff, but yeah, it's still pretty cool. I just think it's amazing too, that you have that visual evidence that the curse has been lifted. Cause I think there's so many examples of people yeah. who just like kind of take other people's word for it. It's like, okay, well, I hope that I'm all good now and that there's nothing like still coming for me. But the fact that you get to see this mixture that's confirming like, Hey, you're going to be okay. These, this curse is, is in the process of being lifted or completely lifted from you. That's awesome. But my question is though, do you, do you guys know who put the curse? Yeah, on I was going to read my question. Yeah. Like, but so so let's go back. My mom, it's, it's really a lot of like negative energy, negative vibes. My mom doesn't know for sure, but she strongly suspects my dad's ex-wife. Uh, so, um, Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, so that drama and, and like, it okay. can stem from envy. It can stem from, stem from like negative emotions about a person. And I think some really talented witches who are, are gifted and wise to the craft can actually administer it. But if you don't do it right, y- y- it'll come back on you tenfold is what my mom told me. So like, mm. if you aren't experienced, don't try to put it on anybody else, which why would you want to? But yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we've learned just about curses. People who put curses on other people end up like having really bad side effects. There was one story we read a really long time ago where a woman put a curse on someone and was like losing her hair. Oh my God. Mm. As if like you, that's the curse. Yeah. You go yeah. bald. As, More reason to, to not let go of your grudges. 
right? Positive vibes only. If right? only you could control yeah. where you lose hair, I'd be like my mustache, my big toe, like well, bring it on. My armpit, <laughs> take it all. <laughs> yeah, get rid of the armpits. Oh my God. <laughs> Maybe we've been cursed with too much body hair. Maybe that's, that's what happens. Someone loses a hair and you gain all of someone else's. <laughs> someone who's cursed, someone has been around us and we've just absorbed all their hair. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Francesca, thank you so much oh, for man. sharing this. I, I'm, I've never heard of this before. It's called the Maloki. Malocchio. Okay, I'm gonna look it's it up. It's kind of like Pinocchio, Malocchio. but Malocchio. Yeah, okay. M A L. Amazing. Yeah. That's like, I mean, I'm really glad that the curse was lifted because it sounds like it was painful. But I'm also very excited that I know know about it now, so I can look into it. Yeah, positive vibes yeah. only. Keep positive energy around you. And if you uh, know anybody who's wise in the Italian arts, which unfortunately is not me, they might be able to take <laughs> it off. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, good to know. Thank you, Francesca. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me up. Thank you. Have a, have a good October with Loki. Yes. Love to Loki. Love to um, okay. Wait, when Francesca was talking about the evil eye, it reminds me. So I what? started using the same clothing rental place that you do, Sabrina. Oh, newly. newly. Plugging newly, not sponsored. Um, but I rented this really like fuzzy fleece. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's so perfect for spooky season because there were stars on it. There were, uh, there was an evil eye palm. And then I I lost you. uh, They were like, from, from my view of it, like some maple leaves. And I was like, wow, so fall, so spooky. So I've been wearing it all the time. And I hung it up on the back of the chair. And finally yesterday looked at it and I was like, are what those marijuana leaves? <laughs> it's, it's oh a my god! It's there's like one evil eye palm, and it's just the rest is just weed. So I didn't know. Can you please send a picture of that to all of I us? I will put it in the <laughs> Discord felt, chat. I felt so old. I felt so disconnected. I felt so dumb. I was like, "What the freak? How do I not know this? Like, how did this?" <laughs> go past me and I'm like, well, beautiful fall leaves. <laughs> <laughs> that's because that's what you wanted it to be. I did. I did. You I desperately it wanted it to be. <laughs> no one knows what's going on. I don't but, know. But um, oh, now I forget what I'm talking about. Never mind. My brain is glitching everywhere. That's okay. Well, you don't have to talk anymore. Let's have um, Rebecca talk for us. Lovely. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. You can make some money with this foot pick and you're just giving it out for free. I know. <laughs> Twinkle I toes that. and a kitty. <laughs> I consider that, but I don't know where to look. <laughs> if somebody has any websites for me where I can go make some cash, let me know. Right? I think you could really zero in on the genre, you know, like use your foot and just give your cat like belly rubs. Yeah. With your Ooh, foot, like that. Belly rubs with your foot. There's totally a niche for that. Oh my, there's a kink for everything. <laughs> right? Everything. Okay. So yeah. the theme is curses, right? Yeah. Witchcraft, curses, anything in in that. anything within that umbrella okay yeah so i have a creepy story about my grandpa he grew up in mexico he's from a city called Wallawises, which is in um, the state of monterrey and um when he was a little boy he, they you know he used to walk everywhere with his with his dad and his brothers and so he was walking home or something like that and this man came up to him and asked him if he can have his he said he liked his boots and he asked him to give them to him but my grandpa was very prideful and he didn't want to give him his boots or shoes I don't remember which which he was wearing and his dad told him no you have to give them to him like that man I guess was known as a brujo and he wasn't a nice person so my grandpa didn't end up giving him the shoes. And ever since then, like my grandpa always ran into really bad luck. Like his whole life, bad stuff oh, was always wow. happening to him. Like he was always losing his jobs. He lost his he lost his home a couple of times. And he ended up dying like a really sad and lonely death too. He got oh, deported. No. Oh no. Yeah, he he I'm so bad sorry. things after bad so things happened to him. Like really tough. He he had a really cool car and this guy wanted the, to buy the car off of him. So and my grandpa wouldn't sell it to him. So he blew his car up. He, he started it on fire. And my grandpa. Yeah, oh my a, lot of, a lot of horrible stuff happened to him. And uh, we think that it was because of that guy back when he was a little boy. Yeah, that's my that's my story. I mean, was this bad Mom, luck and this curse ever lifted? Like, how? 
No. What happened? No. Um, oh, that's so sad. Bad luck. And then when he got deported, like, it was hard to go and visit him. But he ended up dying, like, by himself in his apartment. Like, we didn't even know he was sick. And I guess he started getting necrosis in his legs because he didn't know he had diabetes. And by the oh time God. it was the end of his life, like, he couldn't even get up out of bed. And we had no idea until my dad showed up literally, like, like hours before he took his last breath. And he was alone. Oh, you know, he... there's there's probably a lot of other things that i just can't remember right now but a lot of bad stuff happened to him after that incident oh well i'm really that's so sad and heartbreaking and i hope that he's been able to find some peace on the other side and that i hope curses don't last beyond this world forever no i think they do because my dad my dad's been in a really bad place in his life too i think it passed on down to my dad and to me. Oof, we gotta get you some help <laughs> i know we are you well, okay my dad actually <laughs> went to um a curandero somewhere here somewhere in, L- in la because i live in southern california too um and when my dad went he he touched something he touched the hands of the curandero and the curandero had to pull away because my dad's hands were like were burning him oh my gosh yeah oh and my dad that's never a good sign no no it and he told my dad that there was like somebody that put a curse and he wouldn't tell him names because he doesn't want people to retaliate but um yeah he my dad had to go back and get like a uh what do you call it a cleansing but he never went back he was really creeped out after that Oh my gosh. Yeah, I can well, imagine. Because it's, I mean, it's freaky. It's like when something bad happens to you and you have this curse on you, of course you want to go and, and seek help and try to get rid of it. But like yeah. the alternative is is you're also dabbling even more in, in things that a lot of people have a hard time experiencing and opening themselves up to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's kind of a tough situation. It's scary. It's like you want to get better, but you don't want to get deeper into that right. world. Exactly. Right. And like, it's putting a lot of faith into someone and something that you don't have knowledge about. So that is tough. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Do you promise that if anything ever starts happening to you, you will come to this community for help? Oh my gosh. Yes. And I have have other creepy stories myself that I will send in. (laughs) Like I heard We can't wait to hear them. We will look for them. Look out for my story. We We will. will. Okay. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you guys. I love you guys so much. We love you. Thank you. And make some money for those feet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we all have them, you know, may as well yeah, make yeah. money off of them. Absolutely. Why are we so obsessed with selling pictures of our feet, Corinne? I don't know. It's it's not even a joke anymore. I think we're just frustrated that we haven't done it. I think this was, yeah. it's a side quest we need to venture on to. Why not do okay. it? Sounds good. Why, why are we? Why not? because we're embarrassed that other people are going to think that there's something wrong with us selling feet pics but we should just confidently move forward well the great thing about feet pics is no one needs to see our face so we don't have to tell people that it's us yeah but i don't want to sell my feet pics unless i'm under the username twinkle toes and i've already told everyone that twinkle toes is most definitely already taken and i'm so sorry (gasps) to tell you you want to know why i want to do twinkle toes I don't know if anyone else has this memory, but did you ever play the video game Pajama Sam when you were younger? Yes, oh, I loved Pajama Sam. If I'm remembering this game correctly, and perhaps I'm I'm misremembering and mixing it up with a different game, but there was a certain point where you're like going into this house, and you. T- oh, I think I'm totally mixing it up with a different game, but someone else correct me. What am I thinking of? You walk into this room and it's it's almost like haunted okay. mansion esque. It's it's nighttime and you go into this. It's probably pajama Sam. You go into this room and there's a bunch of toys on a shelf and there's like a little birthday cake and all these like other creatures and things. But there's this little clown doll and if you touch it, it sings this like creepy song about being twinkle toes or whatever. It's just what? really oh, so it's creepy and that's why you like it. I guess it it was partially traumatizing but i couldn't stop hanging out in that room with twinkle toes the stuffed animal in the game mm. so therefore now you need to be twinkle toes in your life and now i must be pajama sam core memory why don't i feel like people really have like foot fetishes but do you think they have like belly button fetishes like do you think if i sold like pictures of my belly button lint like that's 
a hot commodity. You can sell anything. People sell the the dirt. Like when you walk across your floor, when you haven't. People exactly. sell their souls. Yes. Serena, I've been actually concerned about that because after last week when we recorded and we had all those issues with darkness mm-hmm. coming forth, I realized I joked about that on an episode. On that episode, I was like, oh, bull. And then remember, I was like, oh, if anybody's listening, that was sarcasm. But I said it out loud. Oh, yeah, you did say. Am I cursed? <laughs> Corinne, Corinne has been given away. Corinne's a- accidentally given herself to the other side. Um, for me. No, you're okay. We are creating positive spaces in our homes filled with light and nothing can get us. And if they do, okay, you're stronger than them. And we as a community are stronger than them. So you are not alone. We will defeat the darkness. Okay. Thank you. I like okay. how Danielle wrote theme is witchy slash witches because someone must have joined and been like, wait, is the theme, is the theme belly buttons and feet? <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. No, sorry. Welcome it's just in. a topic we can never get over and bring up all the time. Tangent. We often find ourselves on. Hey, Sabrina. What? No surprise to you that uh, you and I are sometimes, often, almost always terrified of the woods. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> we have a podcast recommendation for all of you, and that is National Park After Dark. If you're looking for a podcast that brings together the macabre material and a love for the outdoors, National Park After Dark is for you. Because people from all over the world are visiting national parks in record numbers, and for good reason. These places are like full of beauty and like nature and fresh air, but, 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 more and more people entering these parks, more and more of them never leave. Ooh. I'm scared. <laughs> Join hosts Cassie and Danielle every Monday as they enter a new park to explore its beauty and its darkness. Our national parks hold tales of murder, animal attacks, fatal accidents, miraculous survival, and so much more. Check out National Park After Dark, created for morbid outdoor enthusiasts wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember to enjoy the view, but watch your back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to bring up Sandra. Okay. So I have a quick story. Um, and I wrote about it a little bit in chat, but basically, uh, this was maybe a year or two ago. I went up to visit a friend a couple cities away and we made a pit stop to a uh, really old antique shop. And while I was there, I am a huge lover of antiques. I will literally buy every single antique I see. Um, and in the back corner, like the very bottom of a shelf, was this really old book. It looked, I thought it was like a Halloween prop because just it was so like stereotypically witchy. It looked like it was out of like Halloween town. So of mm. course I had to buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I didn't open it. Of course. Uh, which is my first mistake, I'd say. Um, I didn't open oh, it until no. we sat in the car and I was flipping through the pages and I thought it was fake. So I was fully planning on just having it up as a decoration. And it turns out from what we could read from the handwriting, because all the pages were smudged together, there was a lot of like water damage. But it looked like I, my friend calls it a, a grimoire, but it had a whole Ooh, bunch of little yes. drawing, drawings and there's a whole bunch of writing in. Like know, an in which annotated it? I think so. It was, there was, uh, oh it was in English, Spanish and Latin. Yeah, it was English, Spanish, and Latin. Uh, oh my god! But we made a note. We put it in her back in the back seat of her car. And we're gonna check check it out later. So I originally went to visit my friend to do uh, an investigation because um, I have I've been investigating for like four or five years now, and I have so many stories I have to share it with you Ooh, guys. So um, cool. Yeah, that sounds uh, so. Incredible. I went up there to investigate her. Um, it was a friend of a friend's college dorm sort of thing, and we were this. Cuts like four or five hours later. It's like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. And there's four of us sitting in this little college dorm room. Uh, and I have my spirit box and we're doing the Estes method, which is where uh, one person has a spirit box. They have headphones on, noise canceling, and they have a blindfold on. So everyone else is asking questions. Only that one person can hear it. I was doing the Estes method. So I was sitting in the corner and up until this point, you know, I've seen everything. So it didn't really scare me. Uh, and we're getting full-on sentences here and there. Nothing really made sense until we heard, until I heard, uh, grimoire, curse, and get help all come yeah. out in one, like, <gasps> it sounded like somebody was trying to get a full oh. sentence out, 
but the connection was like really bad. So only certain words came out really clear, but you can like hear mumbling behind it kind of. And of course, oh my gosh, this is so intense. I was so excited because I was like, okay, we're finally getting stuff. And I was, was it, did you get like positive vibes from it or did you feel uneasy at all? It was very positive. I had originally okay. gone there because they kept hearing um, like knocking and like people walking, like footsteps. And that dorm was on the top floor. So it was four floors and it was on the very top in the far corner. And there would be knocking like on the ceiling from the top. But we re- we went up to the roof to make sure there wasn't like an attic or like a squirrel raccoon up there or something. And it was, you just go right onto the roof. So there shouldn't be anyone up there. Um, so the entire investigation was going really smooth up until that point. And um, at that point, I was just kind of saying everything I was hearing. Meanwhile, my friends, I'll have to see if I saw the footage so I can send it to you guys. My friends were still asking questions. And then the one I went to the antique shop went, are you talking about the witch's mm-hmm. grimoire that we bought today? And then the spirit box. And I said, yes. And then after I said, please get cleansed in a very like high pitched, like woman's oh. voice. But she sounded like totally freaked out um and after that i kind of it dulled out for a couple minutes so i took the headphones off and we were kind of just talking about it back and forth and we have like little rem pods and cat balls laying around and adam no as soon as i mentioned oh maybe i should bring the grimoire in everything went off it was like four or five different instruments and the spirit box turned back on which that part creeped me out over everything else because oh. I had set the spirit box on the dresser on the other yeah. side of the room. Um, so no, one, none of us were by it and it flipped on and you could just hear it going off. Oh my gosh. Um, so cut to the next day. We're walking around. We're just talking about the investigation and we walk into a smaller bookshop and I'm throwing around ideas that maybe it's real or maybe somebody's just cursed it or something. At the time I said something super simple. And as we're walking down, I think it was at Barnes and Nobles, and we were walking down the aisle and two or three books fell off the shelf behind me. Right as my friend said, you should probably get cleansed or checked out. So when I came back into town, um, I went to the small little metaphysical shop. And I really wish I could shout, th- shout them out because they are incredible. Well, they're a local shop. You can. What are they? So I feel like, <laughs> and unfortunately, uh, it's like right down the street from me. So I will write all of this gotcha. in, in an email. shop. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. Great. And I, I decided to go there to check them out because I'm friends with a couple of people that work there. And I had brought the grimoire and I left it in my car. And as soon as I walked in, several of the employees just kind of looked at me. And I was like, okay, you know, maybe they just haven't seen me here before. I'm here all the time, but whatever. And my friend's boss walks out and she looks at me. She goes, where, where were you? And I was like, oh, I was just in, you know, this city doing an investigation. She goes, no, like there's not like something followed you. And like I said, a couple years of investigation, like something's bound to follow me. Oh my Um, God. And she kind of looked at me. She goes, no, she's like, sit down. You need to get cleansed. And I go through and I show her all the footage and everything. And her face goes pale. She goes, bring the grimoire in. I bring it in. And she looks at me. She goes, I will literally pay you to take this from you. Like you cannot have this. And I was like, well, I just thought it was like, you know, a little book that somebody scribbled in for like halloween or whatever uh turns out that's not the case uh because they left it in their back office and the next day half like the office was trashed some of the display like crystals and tarot cards were on the floor it was a mess so i don't know how they got rid of it holy crap this is really looking back at it it's probably one of the most intense moments i've had doing investigations and i keep meaning to ask my friend i'm like was it a real grimoire like from however like a hundred some years ago because um, her boss after that refused to right. talk to me after the cleansing she refused to talk to me refused to look at me no. she asked me not to come in until i prayed and visited a church so oh my gosh it's like that that intense apparently this, this is super which serious is, i mean the fact that they knew too, as soon as like, i walked in yeah it was just crazy to right. me because i like to think of myself as an empath and i'm not clairvoyant but i can like sort of feel en- energies if i walk into like a really heated room or investigations i like to think up yeah. until that moment i thought i was really good at judging like situations with investigations apparently not because i just completely missed the mark on that i saw the book and i'm like i need to have this 
And I think I paid like a hundred bucks for it. So where is it now? I have no clue. I really, I gave it to the boss. She goes, I will give you money for this. Uh-oh. I'm like, you can just take it. Like at that point I was just like, I, you obviously want this more <laughs> than I did. Do. I don't know what she did with it. I don't know if she tore it up. Or wow. Set it on fire, or buried it, but. Put it in a glass case, like Robert the oh, doll. Oh, um, if she did that after the entire half the shop got trashed, you know, I think they know what they're doing more than I do. I just run around with the spirit box and yeah. talk to ghosts sometimes. Oh my gosh, I'm so curious what spirit is attached to it. I I really yeah. I had a moment where I was sitting with the book in the shop and I was just like, I I was like going through a whole prayer and I was like, I mean you no harm. I just want to know if you're good or bad. And I got yeah, which is like so mind blowing to me because I could usually like if I walk into like a metaphysical shop, I can, you know, pick something up and be like, okay, there's something good attached to this. But with that book, I felt like nothing. Like it felt right. like a normal book, which is why I was so confused. Which maybe maybe that was part of the spirit's play. Like maybe it was in hiding, knowing that you might be attracted to to pick it up if it didn't make its presence known or any energy. Like or. Is it like Hocus Pocus where like all it took is like opening the book or like lighting the candle, you know, like the equivalent of that? Oh, yeah, it could be. I, I was probably just that one uh, idiot that just walked by so thought it was a Halloween decoration or a really expensive one, which looking back at it, why I'm not the type of person to spend $100 on a single like Halloween decoration or whatever or decoration or anything in general. But I was so willing to purchase it. You were called to it. What if you were partially possessed by the entity itself? And it was like, Sandra, buy this book. <laughs> buy the book. That would be, I don't know if that would be scary or cool. Out of, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the fact that you survived, it's cool, maybe? Yeah. Like I said, I've, out of four, I'd say closer to five now years of investigations, I've done like, uh, like um, mental wards, uh, cemeteries, been churches, forests, houses. Uh, the recent one I went to at Lizzie Borden house. Wow. Ooh, that's nearby where I live in Boston. Oh my gosh. How was it was it? incredible. It was, really? I, I have to, I've been working on sending an email for so long. One of the most incredible investigations I've had. I absolutely love it. Oh my god! Up until like nothing has ever, I've had things like follow me home for like a couple days and I'd be like, okay, well you could stay here as long as you don't interfere with anything. And nothing's ever been right. bad, you know, knock it on wood, but for whatever reason, okay, that oh. shook me. This, I mean, yeah, this is. I guess it's not necessarily bad, but it's intense. It is. Um, oh, yeah. a lot. And it sounds like you have a lot of stories. And so I'm going to say what I say to everyone. But please, yeah. will you email them to us because I really do want to hear all of them. Of course, I will. Um, I'll work on getting a whole full email sent over so you guys can pick and choose what you want to read. I love it. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah, and then as you continue doing investigations, like keep us updated. Yeah. Where you go? I'll what see you if see? I can find the uh, footage, or at least the audio footage. <sighs> yes, please. Because um, that was oh listening back to it, it. I didn't even sound like myself. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh my gosh! Wait, I'm so, I really want to. Of course, I love that sort of stuff. Though. I love like this stuff you can't explain during investigations. Yeah, I sound. I mean, like, that's why you do it. I mean. After the fact, they all looked at me like I was crazy. And I was like, do you guys want to keep doing it? I'll come back tomorrow night. I will come back whenever you want me. And they're like, you need to go, you know, to a church. Go get blessed. That's amazing. Yeah, we need wow. to dunk you in some holy water. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was, yeah. And then my friend just looked at me she go, and she was just like, that's normal. I'm all for it. If you guys were like, let's go investigate a, like a cemetery at 3 a.m., surrounded by you know cult members or whatever like okay let's do it let's see what happens no no now we know who to call (laughs) i know sandra's going first full-on just zero like hesitation with any of that stuff again which is why this whole thing was so weird to me that i didn't catch anything you're so much braver than us oh my god (laughs) (laughs) well sandra thank you so much for sharing this with us i'm i'm like so mesmerized by this story i know thank you thank you for letting me like share it um thank you for experiencing this and continuing to do it despite your (laughs) and being fearless yeah it's awesome thank you sorry you experienced it but also thank you for experiencing yeah (laughs) (laughs) thank you well thank you again i really appreciate it have a good one sandra what if the grimoire follows sandra and reappears in sandra's life Uh oh that would be bad Sabrina, why are you bringing up these scary things? Sandra's not afraid. You accidentally cursed Sandra. 
and then your hair starts to fall out, how horrible would that be? Again, if it's targeted, that's okay. If it's targeted, that's okay. Um, Really quick, yeah. I've been seeing... Emma's been sending the Discord in the discussion, and there's been a few people that are like, oh, what, what's the Discord? What happens? So Discord is is an app. You can also join it on the web browser, but we have a server, which basically means like we have a page with a bunch of different chats themed for different things. So there's like movie discussions and pets and spooky stories. And there's also one called Campfire Stories After Party. And people go in there usually during this and after. If you can multitask and read two chats at once and listen, like, good for you. I can barely speak at this Kudos to you. Yeah. Um, But anyway, it's free. So if anyone wants to download that, that's what happens. And it's not just after Campfire Stories. People chat in it all day long, all the time. All the time. Nice accent. All the time. Very um, Jersey mom of you. Yes. Um, okay, Meredith, we're gonna try you one more time. Fingers crossed. Can Meredith. you hear me? <gasps> yes. Oh my gosh. Yay, I'm in a hotel and I'm so sorry. I had to join the Wi-Fi to be able to get you. So I am so well, sorry. I'm glad it worked. I am too. It was really spooking everybody. Oh my out. gosh. Jenny in the chat had said it sounds like you were speaking whale because it was like Dory. Oh my gosh. And was like, oh, wow. Okay. So I didn't have a good signal in here or it could be the ghost that always followed me. So um, either one. Oh but um, <laughs> anyway, it's so oh. good to talk to you guys. Um, so I've, I'll try to make this quick. I, I do have about a million stories because I'm old and I've been haunted my whole life. So, um, <laughs> and I do a lot of cleansings for people, um, be, because okay. I just, you can cleanse all of us here. I, right I, now. I could <laughs> if I weren't in a hotel for work right now. And I don't have very many of my witchy things here, but, um, <laughs> unfortunately, mm. but yeah, I could do that. Um, so I have, my whole life, I have seen spirits. I have talked to spirits. I have, um, and it's what got me into witchcraft, um, you know, trying to, uh, I guess, hone the skill or protect myself. Um, but uh, the earliest I remember is yeah. being mm-hmm. um, two or three. And I had imaginary friends that I called Mike and Caroline. And my mother asked me, um, she thought they were imaginary. <laughs> she asked me, um, you know, a few questions about them. And I looked at her and I said, they're dead because they were abused. Yeah. Yeah. So You're I was so a creepy kid. Like, yes. What do you, so they're dead. here I am two years old and I tell her <laughs> they were abused and I'd never heard that word. Oh no. Um, so I, and to this day, I can still remember what they looked like and what they sounded like. Um, what clothes they wore. Um, So, you know, I've known for a long time that it was spirit. So I've I've had this happen my whole life. Um, Along with premonitions. So when I was 10 years old, I kept telling my parents and telling my parents and telling my parents every single day, our house is going to burn down. Our house is going to burn down. And they kept telling me I was crazy and you're just afraid. And six months later, our house burned down. So, and I would see Oh my gosh. I would see it in my head. And wouldn't you know, the exact thing I saw was exactly what happened. I saw the one wall go up in flames. And that's exactly what happened last day of fourth grade. I'm sitting there. The wall just goes up in flames. So, you know, I've had these things happen my entire life. Wait, so did your parents believe every single uh, thing? Pretty much. That? Um, except for yeah. when I was 13. <laughs> Lesson learned from yeah. them. You would think. But they're very Southern Baptist, not really excited about me being a witch. Um, and I raised my kids in witchcraft, too. Um, my daughter is also clairvoyant and she is more clairaudient, um, too. She hears spirits mm. and we, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like my she, mom, she, hears it's them. really neat. And so oh, we'll wow. go to cemeteries and, um, I can't remember the last time I went to a cemetery and didn't have something follow me home. So yeah, that happens a lot. Oh, my and my gosh. husband, he was an atheist has kind of changed a little bit since we've been together because um, too many things have happened. <laughs> and 
He can't, he no, can't he deny really it anymore. Can't, especially whenever I ask his mother, who is deceased, to find his wedding ring after he lost it. And he goes to his side of the bed and his wedding ring is sitting there. That is just so incredible. I love stories like that where items just yeah. reappear. And, and that one was just the coolest. And, and I knew she would help me find it. And she didn't just, she didn't help me find it. She found it and made sure he found it. So, um, you know, it's just, it's things like that my whole life. And, um, and, but I did have the coolest thing happen. Um, and I'll try to wrap this up really fast. Um, I do have some very what? spooky stories, but I will have to email those to you. There was one that happened in a plantation. I, I'm originally from Louisiana that um, happened to my sister and it was horrifying. And I will email it to you guys. Oh <clears throat> yeah, it was Please horrifying. Please do. And then title it for Corinne because I'm, I'm on Sabrina. It was definitely all of a, a and my she turn. I will just it. say that and I will email you. Okay. Um, but I'll tell you a heartwarming one real quick. Oh. Uh, so when my husband Great. and I got married, um, five years ago, we were getting married at our house and it had been raining for a week and we were getting married outside of our house and we had 60 people coming and I was completely freaking out because I could not get the rain to stop. And so my daughter and I did a spell and, you know, people can make fun of witches all day long, but I will tell you, there is something to it. Um, you know, I've been doing this a long time and you really can manifest things. Now, I'm not saying you can manifest a Porsche tomorrow, but um, there are <laughs> things. And, and if you ask spirits to help you, things can happen. And my daughter and I did a spell before the wedding. And my grandmother had just died um, six months before in a car accident. And I was having a very hard time with that. And my grandfather had just died. Thank you. Um, oh, I'm sorry my grandfather had died just a year before that in an accident. So I lost both of them in, you know, a short amount of time. And, um, I had made them a unity candle for their 50th wedding anniversary. And my mom brought it to me for my wedding. And I decided that we were going to use it during the wedding. And I wore her, my grandmother's earrings, her diamond earrings. And my daughter and I did this spell. And this gives me chill bumps every time. Um, we went to light the unity candle and everyone started noticing that it was raining in my neighbor's yards, but it wasn't raining in ours. And as soon as what? We, the unity candle, what? we looked up and there was a rainbow over my yard. Oh my and God. Oh my God. I know so without beautiful. a doubt it was my grandparents. There is no question. I could feel them. I could even smell my grandmother's perfume. Oh, and how oh amazing to witness that. Yeah. So, you know, spells can work and you ask your ancestors for help. You ask your loved ones for help and they will help. Wow. That is incredible. So that was a nice one to That's tell you amazing. instead of a horrifying one. Yeah. No, I'm so glad that, <laughs> that you ended on that one. <laughs> but anyway, I'm not going to keep you guys. Thank you so much for being patient with me and let me come back on. Oh, wait, Meredith, I have a question yes. for you. Thank before you. you. Go. Uh, so knowing all that you do and having as much experience as you do with, with witchiness and your practice, (laughs) when you travel, I know you don't have all of your stuff, but like, what are your top items that Uh you travel with or that people should travel with? Okay. I'll always have, um, I make a smudge spray. Um, Mm -hmm. and I use Palo Santa and, um, I use, um, sage essential oil usually, but I make a smudge spray that I travel with. And I usually have, um, I put, you know, quartz crystals in it to kind of give it a little extra, you know, and I always spray down the room <laughs> whenever I get here. Um, yeah, those things. Oh, yes, so good they too. do. I keep, I have a bottle in every room in my house mm-hmm. and usually rosemary is in it is too. It, do you have to use it specifically with the intention of of cleansing the space or could you like double dip and use it just for like the scent or I don't know, like bathroom deodorizer when I think you traveling. could use it for anything, honestly. I mean, it's you're cause no matter what you're doing it for, you're still cleansing the air in order for it to smell nice. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you're, you're still kind of cleansing in essence. So 
I think you can use it for, right. I, look, I keep some in my bathroom too. I mean, and people yeah. use it whenever they go in there. So, um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that it is, is technically and, cleansing and oil to it. It will really get rid of odors. Um, so yeah, so I do that and I usually keep some obsidian, black obsidian, um, with me because black obsidian is just, I feel everything, you know, people, um, have negative emotions. I feel it. Oh my gosh. I've had to tell my husband a million times, stop being so negative. Um, because you know, I just feel it <laughs> and I'll do right. Yes. It's hard to, to not feel that yourself and catch other people's True. emotions. Sometimes. So black obsidian is the best. Um, so I always recommend okay, that. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Do you just like keep it in your pocket or in your purse? I do. I keep one in my wow. purse. I keep one in my suitcase. I keep one in my pocket. If I'm really feeling it, I also keep a stick of selenite in my Good to know. My glove compartment, my, you know, in my car. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. These are good tips. I'm going to start using some of these. That's I have some nice. of these crystals and whatnot. So oh, yeah. I'm going to witchy tips. <laughs> witchy <laughs> thank tips you. With Thank you so much. We're well, so glad it worked. Thank you, Meredith. Back on. Safe travels. Yes. I'm so happy to talk to you guys. Y'all have a good night. You too. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye. Should we have one? Does anyone have like a two minute ghost story that we could end on witchy story maria does christine does all right there we go i have to i'm sorry this is like a first long time listener first time caller (laughs) (laughs) hi girls okay so um my story is not really a story it's more like i want your opinion as to what what my peoples would think because I, um, I used to be oh, a, okay. I went to school for digital media and production. I live in New York and one of my teachers or professors is like, Hey, you know, I'm getting, um, a couple of interns to this, like this, I guess Al Roker productions or something like that. I just get picked like two kids or whatever. So I got picked to go to Salem to do this like mm-hmm. treatment kind of like a sitcom, <sighs> like a first kind of like. Um, before like a, a show goes into production, they have to like, you know, like film it and then show it to, you know, whatever. Anyway, so I was one of the two that got picked and um, we went, I think it was like right after like Halloween and I was like, this is life. I loved every second of it. And then we got to film um, these, like this family of, I guess, uh, witches, but it was the the idea was that they wanted to do sort of like not bad witches or not portray witches in a bad way. More like, uh, what's that movie with, with Sandra Bullock and, and um, Practical Magic? Yeah. So it was like this family and we filmed them and they were lovely. But we also entered into this other witch's store in Salem. It was like one of the descendants of one of the witches that, you know, got burned or... Um, and then we also do some B-roll. We had to do some mm-hmm. um, pretend. So we woke up like at like five in the morning of the sun of whatever and dressed up as witches <laughs> for some B-roll for this like, you know, this thing that they were putting together. It was fun. I mean, that is so cool. Because we went to like this um, wooded area and there was like the water and we were standing on rocks and there was like no civilization or something like that. It just looked so awesome. And I was living. I was, this was like, I am, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. But after that, things happened and I didn't realize that things, bad things happened to us. And I don't know if we went into some place we weren't supposed to, or if we did something that we weren't supposed to. My friends were like, maybe we shouldn't have dressed like witches and kind of like she, our, our, you know, our, our teacher made us go around in circles with like, <laughs> it was very cliche and I don't know anything about witches or anything like that. I don't, from what my experience with the witches that we were filming, they weren't that way. So to go and put on these capes and cover our eyes and walk around and like kind of like mimic that, I don't know if that was mocking it and we kind of did something bad because after that. Yeah, it's like the Halloween costume version. Right, of- like I don't know if we were mocking it. I mean, I, I don't know if, I don't know. I mean, when you think of witches, you think of like capes and, you know, and Something I don't know. I just, I don't know, but I know that bad things happen. Like my, my, um, my teacher's son kind of like 
committed suicide. And after that, I got like a stroke of bad luck, like really bad luck. Like I have to drop out of school and move to another state kind of bad luck. Um, And so we, and it was just like the two interns and the teacher and whatnot. So we were like, maybe we weren't supposed, maybe did we like touch something that we weren't supposed to? I know that we went into that store where there was a descendant of, of one of the, the witches and it felt so dark. And one of the girls was like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And I was like, maybe it's just because there's too much sage. I don't know. You're trying to like, like rationalize it. But afterwards it was like, she also had a run of bad luck. So I don't know. But I mean, I still dream of going like to Salem, like on Halloween and, <laughs> and enjoying the festivities. I don't think that, yeah. I think we just did something yeah. that we weren't supposed to. Or it's so, I mean, it's like Salem reminds me of New Orleans in that there's a lot of people that are attracted to that area for the spookiness and for all of the witchy stores. And not everybody who's attracted to that comes with this intrigue and respect that, that we all come with it and expect. So it makes me wonder like, what if someone was there and they did? something bad or left something behind that you just happen to be unfortunately the people to stumble into like some sort of entity some some darkness that was just kind of like floating through Salem that that was attracted to what you guys were doing right I don't know speaking of New Orleans I had actually came on to here because I didn't know what the theme was but I had like a New Orleans New Kids on the Block Boston kind of thing Oh, haunted hotels, what it basically was, but I will wait or submit it. But yeah, I, I always thought of like, we touched something. We, I'm thinking we may have done like that walking around and like like 5am sunrise and, and taking that as B-roll kind of like mocking it. And, and, but that was just my perspective. I don't know. I mean, there's a whole bunch of videos and, and movies that do that. So yeah. it's not like. Right, the, in the film in in Salem, like Hocus Pocus, for example, they filmed it in Salem. Right. So, well, that's my little witchy. Oh my story. gosh, Maria. Well, has has your bad luck streak ended? I think so. Yes. Okay, yeah. Good. I mean, <laughs> that was like ten something years ago. So it, it, I'm all good. I'm all good. But I. Uh, I, so I don't think that there's a curse or anything like that. But I, I don't know. It's really bad stuff happened to everyone involved oh my gosh sort of like so, what is that ugh. thing called that movie i'm i have the worst um memory uh the, the final destination or something like that. It was like oh yeah we all touched we're all part of it i believe it and also there's so many movie sets too that everybody all of the cast all of the crew experience these like curses and dark things like i feel like sometimes when you're dabbling in certain subjects or if people are like doing a lot of research and, and opening themselves up to certain things, like it just welcomes, welcomes other stuff in that you don't necessarily intend to have in. So um, I'm bummed that your Salem experience right. ended with such like, I mean, I still look at it as a highlight okay, of my, my I, I mean, I feel bad <laughs> for my professor who, who had to, you know, she was just MIA for a really long time. Yeah. Um, right. But I was just so like, hard. I got to go and film the good witches of Salem. Unfortunately, Al Roker didn't pick up <laughs> the project, but. Shoot. Yeah. Uh, so cool. You'll have to go back to Salem too and experience it without potentially getting cursed. Totally so. intensive. All right. Great. Well, it was nice talking to you girls and I look forward to um, listening to some more stories. Amazing. Thank you, Maria. Thank All you, right. Maria. Good night. Good night. Um, wow, you guys, it's already 610. Look at that. It flew by. Flew by. Um, and we'll be back next week. And no theme next week. But oh. if you are all witchy, we would love to hear more because these stories are fantastic. You are all fantastic. Heck yes. Uh, I was going to say, we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. And we will also see you. See you. On the the other side. side. Very spooky. 
Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And if you want to join the conversation or share your ghost stories with us, just download the Spotify Live app available in the App Store now and sign up for free. You can even use your Spotify login. Easy. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all the ghostly and spooky encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night and unable to sleep, hence the campfire. So download Spotify live for free today and follow Campfire Stories to get notified every time we light the fire. We cannot wait to hear your ghost stories. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.